my reflection has left me with a question. Who am I really? While I maintain an outward appearance that says I'm humble, but impressive, it conceals the less than pleasant reality that I am anxious and obsessive. I pick achievements to arrange like flowers and present a beautiful bouquet of my success. But like a child arranging a fistful of dandelions freshly snatched from the dirt, I've made nothing more than a well-intentioned mess. Sure, I'm 28 with two degrees. I spent four months studying overseas. My job is good so I can buy nice things and I even know how to dress, but these pretty things just hide the vicious monster inside that I daily fight to suppress, I confess. While it's clear that my identity isn't in the image that I'm projecting, I'm not sure that I'm more than the sum of life's hard-learned lessons. Seems like tattooed inside my eyelids is the heartbreaking message that I am worthless. I'm way too damaged to be used for any purpose. Like lipstick on a pig, my efforts are superfluous because these hands are far too dirty to be lifted up in worship. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the ugliest of them all? Who's the one God could never call? Who's the one he's tired of picking up when they fall? It's me. At least that's what I see. It feels like the pendulum is swung from self-justification to self-loathing. Sure, I'm bold enough to say that these accolades don't make me who I am, but only, only if brokenness and darkness can be my cornerstone. Only if I can be the crumpled up remnants of a life navigated on my own sea, I've identified part of the lie, but I still drink from a cup of diluted truth. Because the truth is, my identity isn't wrapped in my deficiencies, just like it's not tied to what I do. I said, my identity is not wrapped in my deficiencies, just like it's not tied to what I do. If I believe I'm only as good as my scabs and my scars, then I still miss the grace and the goodness of God. When Christ took the cross, he did so to redeem. That means he compensated for all my faults, paid the ultimate cost, and took possession of me. And when he stepped out of the grave, it meant that I was free, completely. So I don't have to be impressive to be relevant completely. So I don't have to skulk through this life like a peasant completely. So I can be salt and light in this world without being hesitant completely. So I can, so my identity can be found in his love as his descendant. When I reflect on my reflection, I'm always left with the question, who am I really? But when I reflect on his selection, my focus changes direction and I come face to face with the real me. Thank you. Can y'all hear me okay? Can y'all put your hands together one more time for Miss Princess? That was wonderful. All right, we're gonna get to the meat and potatoes. You are gonna get to the meat and potatoes right now. We are gonna transition into our panelists, our talk here. So we're really excited to introduce each of these entrepreneurs and of course the woman of the hour. So I wanna do some brief introductions for each of the panelists that'll be coming up and joining us today. Um, so first and foremost, we have Miss Lakeisha and LaShawn of Lady Lachey. So y'all put your hands together for them. Yes, yes, yes. And then we have Felicia Blackman from Sons to Sons Travel. So y'all put your hands together for her. Indeed, indeed. Yes, and we have author of 
the new book, I Survived. I believe that's what it's called. So please put your hand together for Ms. Ruth Proctor as well. And the woman of the hour, please put your hands together for Miss Latanya Miori. Hey y'all, hey, how y'all feeling? Woo! How y'all doing? Thank y'all for coming. Oh, y'all look so nice. This is awesome. Give yourself a hand. Oh man, now give my beautiful panelists a hand. <laughs> We're just gonna have a little girl chat real quick. Thank y'all for your patience. Um, so we can start with you all. I wanna hear about you. We wanna hear about your testimonies. Can we get a little background? We can start with you, Ruth. How you doing, girl? Look, y'all, first of all, I've known Ruth about 15 years. So she's known me a long time, right? She's seen the good, bad, and the ugly, okay? <laughs> but we wanna hear about you, about your amazing testimony. Can you give us a little bit real quick? Yes, how y'all doing tonight? It's amazing to be here and to definitely be in the house of the Lord. Um, I am a, whew, I'm a survivor of molestation, domestic violence, infidelity. I was in foster care from six to like 11 years old. Um, it's 11 and a half, 12 years old, I was adopted by my cousin. Um, so I've been through the entire foster care system. I've been molested in the foster care system, pretty much been through it all. Um, went through college, put myself through college without my parents, and <laughs> thank you, and just continue to push forward every day. Um, I found myself in a domestic violence relationship um, right out of high school, um, and then from that point, I just you know knew that I had to get out of that situation and continue to finish college, and got married, and went through infidelity, and went through all of that good stuff, and um, you know got divorced, got married again, got divorced again, and here we are. So I have, <laughs> I have been running um, mental health agencies since I, it's about 15 years. So in the, on the business front, you know, I was good to go. But on the family front, I was not. I was not healed. I was not, um, I had not dealt, dealt with the trauma. And so in this last marriage, you know, I realized, you know, I need therapy. And um, I got therapy um, the last two years. You know, I just went through a transformation. And in the midst of that, I was already, you know, writing a book and, you know, dealing with a narcissist. I, I was constantly told, you know, don't do this book. You're going to embarrass yourself, you know, all of that. So I had to push that to the back and listen to what God was telling me. And God told me to do this book. And this book was not about me. It did, the everything that I've been through it was to help someone else. So, you know, another little girl, little girl that's in foster care, another man that's been molested, anything. I've seen it all. So I, I knew that my story was not about me but I was terrified. And so in December of 2020, I pushed past those fears and I launched my first book. So, <laughs> and God has been amazing. And my, um, I say it all the time, when you get in rooms that you don't know why you're in the room, it's not you, it's God. And um, every room that he's put me in, I, I, it's been very obvious that I'm supposed to be there. And so I just continue to push past my fears and trust God and here I am. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. My name is Felicia Blagman. I am originally from Goldsboro, North Carolina. I now, though, live in outside of Baltimore, Maryland. I am a first, uh, first and foremost, a child of God. Secondly, I am a I am a wife. I am a mother, stepmother, but still a mother. I am an auntie. 
<laughs> I am a grandmother. And I just love people, so I'm the shy one up here. So <laughs> as I was listening to Ruth, um, I have a business. I went into the travel business in t at the end of 2019. So as we all know, we've been in a pandemic since 2020. And since I'm shy, it's like, okay, I'm not going to do the business, but we're coming out. God is going to deliver us when he delivers us, when we all need to do what we have to do. So travel is going to be important because people want to be able to travel. But also during COVID, he's given me my purpose, even though he gave me my purpose before, which is women. And so I've done the women's ministry in my church. I left my church after 24 years to go where God has asked me to go. But I've started my own Bible study. And in that midst, I said, let me do what I was doing in the church, which is do women's retreats and use my travel business. So this is where I am. It's just to walk into the purpose where God has me at this point to really just not be afraid to just do what I need to do to use my travel business, to use the purpose God has me here for, for whatever. It's like, oh, you want me to be on this stage? No. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and be quiet. But you never, again, you never know why God has you in a room. You never know who you're going to influence and to do it afraid, as you say. So I'm just going to piggyback on what Ruth said. You have to just do it afraid. You have to just be, if God said do it, you never know why he asked you to do it. So. Lashon, Lashon. I'm usually not the shower. Hi, I'm, I'm LaShawn um, Anderson. I'm a mother and a wife. My husband was the one I was directing earlier, so I appreciate you, husband. I love you. I'm probably driving him crazy. <laughs> um, I have my own business um, called Creations Essentials. It's bath and body, all natural bath and body products. And then I'm also a partner with my sister, so this is one of the reasons why we're here, um, to support you. Um, one of the things we do is support women in business. Um, I think that's our passion first. Um, it's something that we love. I've always been, I guess, inspired to work with women. I'm a hair stylist by trade, so pouring into women, I think, is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I can't walk away from it. So I do my business on the side, and then I do this as well. Um, and I'm excited about being here. This is a networking weekend for us. So we've been here all weekend, kind of um, pulling on each other, gaining ideas, sharing ideas, encouraging each other. Like I said, we're here for her. We told her we wanted to come down and support her. What can we do? How can we take a vision of hers and come to play, you know, let it play out? So, you know, cheers to you for seeing it all the way through. Um, so I'm excited about being here. <laughs> uh, good evening, everyone. Um, I'm Lakeisha Thomas. Um, as y'all heard earlier, the lady called us Lachaise. And as my sister stated, uh, she's my partner. Um, I'm a mom as well, four, and a wife. Um, and we started Lachey's, uh, this will be seven years. Uh, and it started from me and my rejection uh, with my father, which a lot of us, you know, have uh, experienced. Uh, you know someone who has experienced the rejection of a mother or a father. And um, because of that, I married my husband. And at the time, it was horrible. And we separated. And God had to really put me in that place to, to make me understand that my husband wasn't what I needed because I felt like I needed my husband. And no, God say, no, I am what you need. So he had to, we separated because of all, like she said, infidelity and 
all this kind of stuff. And um, we were separated for two years. And that whole time, I gained me back. And not only that, God gave me the vision to um, try to empower or uh, import in what I learned during my time by myself into other women. And so I brought the idea to my sister and my mom. And they was like, let's go. And we've been doing it for the past seven years. And as she stated, that's why we're here with Latanya. Because that's our, our underlining thing is sister supporting sisters. That's what we do. We want to, you know, work to not only work together as women, but show each other that we can do it and we can do it strong. And we don't have to allow what has been done to us stop us or hinder us or obstruct what God has for us. Because each and every one of us has something in the midst of the chaos. There is something great. So um, that's why how I got started. And even with me and my husband being separated, we actually got back together. And this year will be our 24th anniversary. Um, and not only that, on last year, um, because of my husband, uh, he encouraged me to write a book. And it's called Married with Broken Pieces. So we are telling our testimony in that book how we went through, but God, God is a changer. He's a deliverer. He's a healer. And, um, you know, that's, that's what we're doing. We're trying to encourage and motivate women as well as men, you know, to know God can do it if we, you know, if we trust him. Amen. Can we give them a hand, y'all? This is amazing. And the topic tonight is sisters supporting sisters. And these women have just been that example in my life. Like LaShawn said, they are here. They came here to support me. Y'all, that's big, okay? <laughs> so I just want to honor you and Miss Felicia for coming. Ruth, I, I've never told Ruth this, but I was a single mother when we met. I think she remembers that, but she was the reason that I went back to college as a single mother because we met on our job. I was like um, a CNA or something, and um, here comes this young lady. She was just so full of inspiration and she was at Central and I had dropped out and because um, I was trying to take care of my kids. She was like, girl, you need to go back to school. You can do it. <laughs> and she was just telling me what she was doing. And um, so it just happened. So I found her on um, social media like last month. And I was like, I got to have Ruth. I got to have Ruth. And um, y'all, these women are just amazing. So thank you all for being here. Thank you so much. And keep going forward. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so in this climate, like, how do you all see women supporting women? Do you see it happening more um, in this climate, like in this day and age? And um, if you don't, like, how do you all see us? How can we help other women support? Like, what's that first step? If you know, if we're not used to receiving support, we don't know where to start. Like, how how can we get that mindset, right? Um, I'll say um, you have to just do, uh, this is my motto, do it the way God give it to you. If you do it the way God give it to you, you can't go wrong. Um, a lot of people, like you said, some people don't know how to receive, especially if when they've tried to embrace the, the support, it hasn't went well. So they kind of don't want to, because I know I've been there. Like you said, that rejection thing is big, and it's sometimes it's hard to say, you know, somebody trying to offer you something, and you're like, mm, what you want? 
you know, what do you, what you trying to get from me? When somebody may just be genuinely trying to assist. Just when, like when we came to you, you know, you could have been like, okay, what y'all trying to get out of this? <laughs> but you didn't, you embraced it. And everybody don't, you know, everybody doesn't know how to accept it. So sometimes you do have to pray about it and, you know, let your guard down a little bit and say, God, if it's not for me, then you move it. But if it is, don't let me miss that opportunity. I would also say push past the fear. You know, like mm -hmm. she said, it was so prideful for you to write that book. But you got to push past that because if it's a purpose inside and you push past the fear, you're going to touch somebody's life that need it. So, and it's the hardest thing to do because you have all these wonderful ideas and you'd be like, is that you, God? Right. Nah, it ain't. Yeah, that's just me thinking this way, you know. But you have to push past it. If it's in you and it's burning and you like, I really want to do this. Mm -hmm. And everybody might be saying, girl, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, girl, that's all right. But, you know. You got to push past it, push past the fear, mm -hmm. push past those negative thoughts and start. And when you start moving, you start gaining a little peace. You can start gaining a little courage. You're like, okay, I think I can do this. Mm -hmm. But that fear is something that'll hold you there. And you be like, I thought I wanted to, I'm not. You'll start talking yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. And then you'll purposely go to people that you know is going to tell right. you no. But you'll go, you'll be like, you think I should do this? You already know they're going to say, girl, no, you ain't doing that. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you're doing. You'll purposely, because you're trying to get them to talk yourself talk out of it. Mm -hmm. So that fear part, you have to really, you know, push past it. That, mm -hmm. I mean, just push past it. And if you do that, I think you'll be on the road, especially as women. We have a guard up naturally, I think, unfortunately. So we guard ourselves the wrong way, and then we guard ourselves to our, you know, against people and against ourselves, especially if you're a mother. That was, that's my struggle. It's like, how do I balance it all? And then you have a little bit of guilt, like, oh, but if I do this, then what about my kids? Or if I do this, what about my husband? You know, so that guilt and that fear, you'll start talking yourself out of it. But just push past it. Trust the process. Push past it. Yeah. I would definitely say that's very true. Um, for me, in the last two years, I would say from 2019, um, before COVID, um, till now, um, well, I would say in the past year, prior to that, he had me in a, in a silence place. He had me very quiet. You know, I'm going through a divorce. Emotionally, I'm torn. Um, financially, I'm torn. Physically, I'm torn. I'm just torn in so many ways that he had me shut up because I was talking to so many people that couldn't help me. You know, sometimes we talk to our friends and our friends can't help us. They can't even relate to what we're dealing with. And he, he quieted me and he only had me talking. I was pretty much talking to my mentor, like maybe like one friend and my therapist, that's it. And um, during that time, I began to realize that he quieted me for a reason. And in that, in that silence place, in that crushing, and T.D. Jakes talks about this a lot in his book, but in his crushing, is where I really found my purpose. I realized that this book, you know, was, was beneficial to other people. I realized that I was stronger and so much bigger than what I was telling myself and what God and what the devil was telling me. You know, I began to not believe in myself. And I was, you know, running successful businesses, doing, doing all these things, being a mom, but I was broken. And I allowed a man to break me. Um, and, I, and I had to really hear God. And in every room that he's put me in, it's been a blessing, you know, from, from someone coming up to me saying, I want you to come speak. From, you know, somebody else coming up saying, you know what, I'm doing a reality show. I want you to come and be a part of it. I mean, it's just been one door open after another. And it's not by mistake. It's God. And it's because I pushed past my fears. I was terrified. I was, I mean, I, I was terrified. You know, I was even up until the week of the book. 
I was telling my therapist, I was like, I'm not putting my face on the book. I'm not putting my name on the book. You know, I'm a, it's going to be on my business name. And she was like, what? And she said, well, um, I'm just going to say one thing. And mind you, you know, this is your therapist. So you're like, okay, what you got to say? <laughs> and she's like, if you really don't put your face on this book, have you really survived? And I, and I just sat with that thing, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I, put, I called my, my, my graphic designer. I said, use the picture. And I said, you know what? Add, add my name to the book. <laughs> and I, <laughs> she was like, you sure? I'm like, let's go. And listen, when I tell you God has been amazing, I launched the book in December, and then in January I hired a publicist, and that publicist has had me on Fox, ABC, NBC. I've been on all kinds of shows. That's nobody but God. And that's because I pushed past everything that the devil said I wouldn't be. And, you know, he's given me a voice, and it's for a reason. So please don't let fear determine your outcome, because most of the time the things that we're running from is our true purpose. Can we get a hand clap right there? <laughs> do it afraid and do not despise the crushing. That, that quiet place, that wilderness, that's where we grow. That's the refining. That's how gold is made. So do not despise those hard places. Right? So us as women, how can we um, learn to support each other more? Could you give us some tips? Like, just how can we support each other more? Still trying to figure it out. The weekend that... Doing the weekend that we're having that yeah. we actually got together to do that to support each other as business owners mm -hmm. like you know sean and lakeisha came up with just a networking getaway like wow. all the business owners that they deal with already coming together just to feed off each other wow. to help where we are already a week to open doors like you yesterday mentioned an author because I also work on a podcast, and as soon as I saw, I was like, "Oh, he's already had a butt." That you never know what doors are going to open. That if I mentioned that I have this business, right. who knows yep. who you know, what they know, mm -hmm. or I'm not. I tell somebody I'm not good with Instagram. How can you help me? Yeah. How can I put my business out there? Everybody has a little bit to share with someone else, and all we have to do is share it. It's very true. I would definitely say um, when I first started, you know, my girlfriend, she's really, she's a, you know, radio exec. She was really like, you need to do something weekly. And I'm like, girl, this is already a lot. What else do you want me to do? <laughs> so she was like, you need to do Women Supporting Women Wednesdays. And I was like, okay. And so for the past seven months, we've been doing uh, uh, Women Supporting Women Wednesdays on YouTube. Um, every week I highlight another entrepreneur, another female that's doing, you know, boss-like things, that's, you know, running successful businesses or being a mom, you know, struggling with depression, whatever their story is, I highlight them every week. And so that's another way we can pr promote and support one another. You know, somebody out there has the same walk as you. And that collaboration and that sharing of that story, you don't know who that could help. So don't feel compelled to, you know, not share your friend's story or your girlfriend's story or whoever it is because somebody you know might need that. So I would definitely say reaching back. It's so funny she said that because we do the same thing on Wednesdays. We do sister supporting sister on Wednesdays. Yes, and it's the same thing. Same thing. And like you say, it's just basically, you know, showing another sister highlights. You know, you don't, it don't have to even be somebody. We all, most of the ladies we highlight, we don't even know them. So 
And don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to ask another sister. If you see something she's doing, you never know. She may not um, mind sharing with you something that she's doing. Are you, you know, you're not sure about, are you concerned about, like Miss Felicia says, she she not too savvy with um, Instagram. If you don't know, ask. People don't mind helping. And then you, you never know what kind of friendship or relationship, you know, you may get out of that. I know a lot of people, I think, are afraid to ask. And it's okay to ask. That's how you build a network. That's how you build relation, business relationships. We didn't know Latanya. My mom met her, invited her to an event. She came and sent for us, and we've been like sisters ever since. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if you don't know them. And that's one thing we have to stop getting so caught up on, trying to stick to the people we know. Step outside the box and get with some folks you do not know. Because you will be amazed at the type of relationships and advice and friendships and business uh, things that you can do with people you don't know. And the main support be coming from people you don't know. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma and, and look for support on, a, I guess, the venture that you're looking for. I may yeah. get this wrong, but they say if you want to be a millionaire, you'd be in a room with mil millionaires. Yes. If you want to be a business owner or a business person, then you should surround yourself with business owners or you know, entrepreneurs. So you shouldn't be talking to somebody that's not interested because they're not going to give you what you need. They're not going to pour back into you. You know, so you have to surround yourself, get past the fear. Don't be afraid. If you And rejection comes with it. We've, we've been rejected plenty plenty of times. But you just move on. You know, I tell her, look, shake it off. Let's move. Let's move. Sometimes to me, rejection is a good thing because it builds you up. It gives you that strength to say, okay, is this something for me or is this not for me? And you push yourself through it and you grow from it. You learn from what that felt like and say, okay, I don't want to feel like this anymore. So you be mindful who you ask for or what you getting out of it, but do it. Don't stop. Just keep going and keep, you know, asking. But put yourself in the surroundings of people that you want to be like or be in the same arena with, you know what I'm saying? I was gonna say when she said the no, sometimes the no is a test. You know, sometimes he's telling us no to see what, how we going to react. Mm -hmm. Are you going to give up? Right. Are you going to keep pushing? Yeah. You know, what you going to yeah, do? Right. And yeah. so many people told me, no, oh my God, I've had businesses be successful. I have businesses fail. Yeah. But the key is not giving up. The key is continuing to push forward. Yeah. So that business that wasn't successful, I learned from that business. And that helped me be able to be successful in this business. I mean, you learn something from everything. Everything should be something to help you push forward. Yeah. So definitely. Ladies, what can we expect from you all in the future, and how can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on uh, all social media platforms at Lady Lachaise. Um, right now, me and Sean just planning for next year, for 2022. Um, and we're still promoting our my book, uh, Married with Broken Pieces, on Amazon. I also have a book called Life Not Hard But a Challenge. It's for women trying to get back to themselves, also on Amazon. And I also have um, clothing, that some stuff um, coming out um, called Shantae's Wardrobe. That's also on Instagram as well. Uh, you can find me on all platforms at either cessentials.com or creationsessentials.com. My website is mybodybath.com. I do have some goodies today to give away. Oh, so whatever you want to do, you can give that away. Um, and that's it. So be found on Sun to Sun S U N the number two S U N travel at gmail.com and then Felicia but I spelled Felicia P H O E L I C I A Blagman at intellatravel.com. 
And I'm A. Ruth Proctor on all social media networks. Um, I'm on YouTube as Ruth Proctor. Um, and like I said, on all the other platforms as A. Ruth Proctor. So much. Can we give them a hand, y'all? Yes, thank you so much. Words, I just can't, you know, this is just an honor to be in the presence of women like you who are just open to other women who teach and support us how to be supportive and loving to one another. So thank you and keep going. Okay, so we're going to transition to our next. Um, we're going to have a little, uh, just a little five-minute break. Crystal's going to handle y'all well. Are y'all enjoying um, Crystal Demuse, y'all? She is amazing. Yes. So, and then I'm going to come out and sing a little bit, okay? And we're going to have fun, all right? DJ, where my DJ? Hey, DJ, where my DJ?